Joseph, famously given a coat of many beautiful colors by his father as a sign of favor, because his father saw something in Joseph, a purpose, a calling. He saw that Joseph was to be a visionary or what some might even call a dreamer. In fact, Joseph's brothers, when they saw him come, said, oh, look, who's here? It's the dreamer. Joseph made a terrible mistake because even though God came in a dream and started showing him about his future and how God is going to use him and exalt him, Joseph jumped the gun and he started sharing what God had shown him in private, in public to his family before it was time for that to be fulfilled. And this inspired jealousy in the hearts of his brothers. It can be tempting that when God comes to share what he is going to use us for, perhaps to exalt us as dreamers, as visionaries, to push forward his mission, his kingdom in amazing ways. It can be easy for us to start sharing this with a heart of exaltation and pride, hope, hoping to bring it about by our own means and works. And this is what happened. Joseph's brothers, they grew so jealous and angry at Joseph that they came and attacked him. In fact, it says in Genesis 37, 23, Joseph came to his brothers and they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore. This is what inevitably will start happening to us if we have our eyes on the father and his callings for our lives. People will come and try to strip your robe from you. They will try and strip your calling, the purposes of God on your life from you by distracting you, by selling you into slavery to sin. That man in the club who's like, hey, you want some of this? That man at the business deal saying, hey, what about we make this deal? That distraction, that boy, that girl that doesn't believe in God and is inviting you into sins. Whatever the enemy will try, he will try to get a hold of our lives. But it's interesting because when it comes to Joseph's calling, Joseph was called by God to one day be the savior of all people in Egypt. You see, we see that he has this colorful coat and this coat, it reminds me of the very rainbow that God put in the sky of a multitude of colors. The, this rainbow, which God said it represents his covenant of salvation, that he will never flood the earth as he did with Noah's flood. He won't do that again. And this covenant he makes with all creatures. And what's especially interesting to me is coming from South Africa, my country is well known as the Rainbow Nation. 
because this is where all these multitudes of tribes of people from all over the world of many different races and all different colors have come together to live with all their different languages. See, culturally, we know that when we are talking about a rainbow, it's a spectrum. It's many types of people that God has made. But then now what happens with that robe? Is we see that his brothers, as they strip it from Joseph, they take it and dip it in the blood of a goat to take it to their father to report that their brother has died. And we see in Genesis 37, 31, they took Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. And they sent the robe of many colors and brought it to their father and said, This we have found. Please identify whether it is your son's robe or not. As Joseph's brothers came to his father and and came with this robe that was covered in blood and showed it to the father and said, Well, father, look, we found this. Identify whether this is your son's robe or not. I can imagine as it is written that the father looked at it and mourned in his heart for the death of his son. But I want to submit to you that allegorically speaking, I imagine something very similar happened when Yeshua died, when his robe was covered in blood. You see, ultimately, I can just imagine. And again, I speak allegorically, but I can just imagine Satan waltzing into the throne room of God, coming with this robe, saying, we have found this robe. Please identify whether this is your son's robe or not. And the father who is in heaven, who had all these things planned, he responds in a way that his enemy would have never guessed. Yes, this is. And I see an acceptable atonement. Yes, this is because he ultimately what Satan hoped to do for evil. God turned around to become the most glorious and best thing to ever happen. The shedding of blood for the sins of the world. Isaiah 1:18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, They shall be as white as snow, though they are like crimson. They shall become like wool. Our sins were as the shedding of blood. Blood was shed because we have shed blood by our actions. But Yeshua came and said, I will take the punishment for what they have done. And in his resurrection from the dead, because death could not hold him down because he was perfect and innocent. As he was resurrected, the father has been able to view us in light of that resurrection. And he is able to take a new robe, a white robe and hand it to us. 
white as snow, we are now clothed and no longer as scarlet. And just as Joseph was given this robe by his father to exalt him, to give him a purpose and calling and to show him favor. So our father who is in heaven is giving us white robes in our exaltation, in celebration of our calling, white robes in celebration of the favor he has given us. And it's just all because Yeshua traded in a robe that was scarlet to get us a robe that is white. We read in Revelation 7 verse 9. After this, I looked and behold, a great multitude and no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. God created us of multitudes of tribes and languages and tongues. But he has called us, despite all of this, to be in unity with one another because we all need him equally. There is not one tribe who can say, well, I'm clean. There's not one tongue. There's not one race. There's no no people, no nation on earth, no civilization, no government, no country, no city. No individual who could say, I am clean. And so therefore, we have to recognize, have introspection over how we have all fallen short and how we all need to look to him in humility and ask him to help us be in unity with one another, having a brotherly love for one another, just as written by Peter in 1 Peter 3, 8. Finally, all of you have unity in mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, a humble mind. Can you be described as someone full of sympathy when someone isn't on the same page as you? Can you be described as someone full of love when someone doesn't love you? Can you be described as someone of tender heart when someone is hard hearted against you? Can you be described as someone of humble mind when your opponent hopes to exalt himself? God has called us to be a people who are not wise in our own sights, a people who do not look upon ourselves as something more than we ought to see ourselves as. We ought to look at our lives through the eyes of Yeshua, who's paid a great price for it, but also he's paid that same price for people around us. So we cannot look and hope to exalt ourselves when there is nothing enough special in of ourselves of what we have done, because ultimately we have to rely everything regarding what he has done. And if it is what he has done, what do I have to boast in? What do you have to boast in? We have been given a cloak that is white, that is pure. And so God has called us to make disciples and to bring those cloaks to them as well. Cloaks 
of favor and blessing. Father, I pray for everyone who is listening. God, I thank you that you just like Joseph's father, Father, I thank you that you have given us a gift, that you have set us apart for a wonderful purpose and calling and favor. And Lord, I pray that even when the voice of the enemy and our opponents come against us and try and distract us and try and put us down and try and tell us that we can never do that when you have called us, God, I pray that your voice will be all that matters. And God, I pray, Father, that you would help us to be one who is humble enough to be able to carry that calling responsibly. Help us to be a people of unity. Help us to not be a people of gossip and disunity and hatred and anger and lofty speech. But Lord, help us to be humble as you were humble. Lord, thank you for dying for our sins and making us clean, cleansing our sins, making them from scarlet to white as snow. Help us to view our lives redeemed. I pray all this in the name of Yeshua. Thank you so much for joining me. If this teaching has blessed you, like it and subscribe to this channel for more just like this. And I want to say a special thank you so very much to our partners who have made this teaching possible. Many blessings and shalom to you.